0: You're listening to the King of the Four podcast, offering in-depth analysis on all things Boston Celtics with your hosts, Jim and Mike Quigley.
1: All right, Mike, here we are. Big win last night. Um You know, I probably should have started this pod with a recording from um, our first episode where you said Peyton Pritchard sucks and everyone knows he's going to suck soon. (laughs) But a big win, um, you know, didn't look like it was going to go in that direction, got down big in the third again. And then with energy and effort, they were able to pull this out in the fourth. Uh, Why don't we just go to some takeaways if you want to give the first one and we'll go from there.
0: Yeah, we can start with Pritchard. I, uh, <laughs> I had a real hate for him. I'm just, I feel like anytime there's a white guy who gets drafted, who works hard, everybody gets wicked excited. Um, so my opinion of him was way off. So far, he's looked really good. And so for my first takeaway, I thought Pritchard and Smart had really great chemistry offensively. we on the floor together. Um, specifically on the fast break, there was one yeah. play
1: that uh, they, they hit each other for a hoop. So that I was on the play, too, where Pritchard turned the ball over and then hustled back on Oladipo, stole the ball. Yeah. Gave it to Smart, and then Smart, you know, read it perfectly, gave it to, uh, back to Pritchard, and Pritchard hit Smart for the three. I, I, yeah, you're right. It was a great chemistry. It was a great, just a great all-around play. It really was, um, and I think
0: the two, two of them are really going to build off of each other because I think there's a chip on each of their shoulders, and I really feel like they're going to – um, they're going to spark the Celtics a lot this year in different ways. So that was exciting to see the two of them out there. Um, that's something I picked up on from last night in the fourth quarter.
1: Yeah. And just Pritchard. that that lineup that got him back in the game was, I don't know if it started at the end of the third or the beginning of the fourth, I think, it, you know, whatever it was, it was, you know, Pritchard, Teague, Tatum, Javante Green, yeah. uh, Rob Williams. And, uh, you know, what was interesting, that's a very athletic lineup. And, and, and they got back to into it with energy and defense. And, you know, that's not a unit that knows exactly what they're supposed to be doing defensively, but it shows what ball pressure can do. It shows what active hands, high hands on mm-hmm. the defense, you know, makes passes. How did you get deflections? They're diving all over the place. And it blitz the paces. They weren't ready for it. And, and it really, it kind of got me thinking, um You know, I've been very critical, and we have, rightfully so, on this team's half-court defense. And maybe I haven't given enough credit to the fact that it's – their system is hard. And they had a really short training camp, really short preseason. They got guys in positions that haven't been in these positions before. And so if you have one or two guys not doing the right thing, it screws the whole thing up. And, And maybe a guy like Grant Williams is cheating a bit. Because he knows um Peyton Pritchard or whoever's in the game right now doesn't exactly know the system. And so I gotta cheat here to protect against this. Yeah. And, and you know, maybe some of that is going on. And so you, you have some see defensively in the half court, and, and you you know, you're not you're not finishing defensively like you would finish on offense. And in the first half, you know, they were late on closeouts. They, were, you know, they weren't perfect defensively. The ball pressure wasn't perfect, but they were still pretty good um, with an effort. They were getting a ton of deflections. The, you, they weren't resulting in steals. The, you know, the bounces were going to the paces, and they ended up with open looks, but they were active, and there was energy. Yeah, but there was so- effort
0: in the first half. They were just late. They were yeah. late closing out on three-point shooters, really for the first three quarters of the game.
1: Yeah, and since I, I wonder if shops started falling, if that group just kind of got deflated and, you know, things weren't working out. And you went with this energy group. And, and you know, I wonder if this is going to be a go-to group for a little while. And, and you know, I guess the, my second takeaway, and then, you know, we can go from there, is, you know, Javante Green. Um, so far, I've you know, you mentioned you haven't really seen him in key spots, and it's true. I, he Last year, the only key spot I can remember is when he came in and shut down Terrence Ross. Orlando completely. You know, Yeah, they, yeah. They just they put him on him, they shut him down. And so now a similar type player, McDermott, they did the same thing. So it, do they think that's the only type of player you can cover? Are they seeing things in tape and practice that, you know, Jaden Brown's eating him up? But I'd like to see more of that energy. What well, he,
0: Terrence Ross is a lot – he's more explosive than McDermott.
1: Yeah, but still kind of a three-point shooter. If you overextend on him, you can get to the hoop a little bit. Similar, not the same. So I'm just – I'm wondering if – I'd like to see a little bit more of him. I thought he brought tremendous energy. You know, he was key in that run in the fourth quarter to get them going, um, you know, with that unit. So we talked yesterday extensively about not having a wing defender off the bench. You know, Semi is just kind of a statue and, and does what he's supposed to do, you know, stays in front of the guy but doesn't make any plays.
0: Well, they had one last night with Green, and that was my second point is the use of the bench last night. Grant Williams and Semi didn't play the entire first half, um, and I I was happy with that, with the way they had been playing. Grant came in in the second half. uh, He came in the third quarter, but I thought the use of Green and giving Green some run um, is part of the reason why they won last night. I thought he brought a lot of energy defensively, um, and he showed that he can put the ball in the basket, so he's not – useless on offense especially with his athleticism on offense uh you can get him going on the fast break um so i hope to see more green moving forward and obviously we don't have to talk about semi anymore um i think he's a better player
1: i think you know to your point more of certain players i i'd love to rob williams was good again last night he was he only played 10 and a half minutes
0: yeah, and I think he had
1: 10 points in 10 minutes or something, 8 points. He was all over the place. He he was active. You know, I, I thought defensively on Sabonis, again, he was very good. Um, you know, offensively, he he continues to be a productive player. He, he, he gives you something that no one else on the team could do. Um, I, I think you need to see him. I want to see more than 10 and a half minutes in a game. You, you yeah, know? I want to see it this week. I, I mean want to playing... see him more than Tice, to be completely honest at this point. Yeah, I think
0: there's a trust level with Tyson Thompson that Brad has. And I understand that. We haven't seen, we've seen Rob play good in spurts like last night, like the last two games. I think this is an opportunity against the Pistons this week and against the Grizzlies. If the Celtics can get out to a lead, although they got a lot of guys out tonight, the Celtics, but if they can get out to the lead, this is a good week for Rob to play extended minutes. Um,
1: And I think Thompson might be out tonight. So we might see a lot of Williams tonight. Yeah, that would make sense, Thompson, being out tonight. Um, I'm taking a look at who's out now. Yeah, so I I think that's really um, – Tatum might be out tonight, huh? Yeah. He's questionable. Yeah, so those are, I I think, huge points. The the other thing, you know, I I think we missed if we don't talk about Jason Tatum. He was fabulous last night. He He stopped when he wants to go to the basket. You know, in his the, his mid-range game, what he does from the the high post to the low post, I I don't remember a wing in this current NBA, maybe outside of Kawhi, that really does that. And he yeah. has the up and under is reminiscent of McHale. You know the way he's able the footwork. There was one play where he, um, you talking uh, about the and one? No, it wasn't an and one. He he he, he caught the ball on the block pivoted up, ball fake, took a step back, and he had a foot of room about five and a half feet away from the basket or a half a foot to a foot of room on Miles Turner where he was just able to get off a little jumper. And and the way he was – his ability to create that space, his ability to find room down there, it's – I wonder if there's, um, you know, some sort of market correction going on right now with the Celtics where – you know, the long two is still a bad shot. It's it's always – analytics will tell you it's a bad shot. You might as well take the three. But that mid-range game from the foul line in, you know, a defender's seeing that in practice at all. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when Brown and, and uh, Tatum are bringing this to the floor, is this is this really the first time they're seeing it in a game? It, because they're getting whatever they want. It, 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 in those tight spaces, those shots are open, which is yeah, amazing. Yeah. And so yeah. it's um, – that's been cool that's been really cool to watch and that's that's something new to tatum's game you've seen it a bit last year you know he had that great up and under that right before the all-star break against the clippers in overtime um and he, and he showed it a little bit in the playoffs but last night was pronounced and the other thing he was doing he was going through people it's like yeah he, he got Al kept saying it on the
0: on, yeah. the on the live stream he kept saying you know anytime he goes to the basket you know he can't be stopped look how big he is now and i um, wonder
1: if That part of that is it's like last year. It's just getting to know your new you. He's bigger now. And and like it's almost like you have to all of a sudden like you're wrestling with your big brother and you well, you never experience this. But if you're wrestling with your big brother and all of a sudden you toss him and it hits you, I'm bigger and stronger than him now. And and you know, and I Anywho that's that's um Yeah.
0: One thing that I was really impressed with last night is that they responded well to the Pacers' physicality. I mean, the Pacers came out in the third quarter and put up 37 points. The third quarter is still a huge problem for the Celtics. Oh, it sure is. I'm glad you brought it up, yeah. Um, But it was nice to see. I know you texted me probably with like three minutes left in the quarter, this game's over, and I I agreed with you. And it was really nice to see that response that the Celtics had in the fourth quarter because I thought they were going to be worn out. Uh, The Pacers were just so physical with them, doing whatever they wanted, and it was the paces that were tied going into the fourth, and the Celtics in that energy lineup really took advantage of it. So
1: yeah, it's amazing nice what to defense they can do. That yeah.
0: it would be nice to see at some point that they respond better at halftime and come out better. Um, I don't know if they need; they may need, you know, as as Danny thinks about that TPE, looking at somebody who can just score to come off the bench because it it seems like a problem in third quarters that they go through long periods of time where they just can't score the basketball. I mean, he's not available, but a Lou Williams, Terrence Ross type on this team, I think that would help um with stretches like that. As, and, as and, in the, forward.
1: And, and in the meantime, go to Peyton Pritchett first because he's he's shown that ability to yeah, he as a one guy that can do it. He, but you're you're right on, on the third third quarter stuff. And it's you know, Sean Grande took last yesterday kind of try to disprove the point, show that the Celtics had the best rating. A differential last season in the third quarter in the entire league, and that's nice. But not in the bubble seasons ago. Exactly the playoffs. Yeah. That's, that's the bubble was a whole separate season, and, and, and this has been a trend now from the playoffs where they have, especially starting that Tramano series, where they have yeah. just gotten killed in the third quarter. And, and I don't know what that is. It's it's really weird. I it, maybe you adjust. It, it, sometimes it's as simple as just uh, adjusting your halftime routine. Do or having a new lineup start the third quarter. Maybe you have a new lineup. Yeah, maybe you got an energy guy like Peyton Pritchett out there earlier. Um. By the way, I, I was so impressed with his ability to finish yesterday, going to the hoop. I, you know, I just I didn't know that was part of his game. Um. It's uh, you yeah, know, he, it's kind he's kind of esque in some ways. He
0: he's he's so he's short. You know, I I think he's going to be solid all season. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think he's the uh the volume score I'm talking about that I'd like to ha- see come off the bench on this team. You know.
1: Yeah. Well, um, Talk about what they have now. Yeah. yeah what they have now. <laughs> what they have now <laughs> is. What they, you know, we can we can imagine for the guy they, we want, uh, but this is what they have. I, I, yeah. Brad, Brad can only fix the third quarter with the, with the tools that are in the shed. Uh, uh, you know. Um, He's got one still the, sitting the, there. The store is up to Danny. Uh with Neesmith. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then, I
0: think this would be a good week to play him against these against this competition.
1: Well, I, 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 well great, Let's, because this is you look at who's out tonight, and obviously Langford is out. Uh, Javante Green is healthy. Yeah, safety. he hurt his thumb, right? We're seeing health and safety protocols, so I, I, that's got to do with COVID. Oh, that's not good. Yes, yeah, so that, <laughs> that's how I read that. That that's a oh god, that's a, that's a COVID. I'm I know just, somebody hurt their thumb. If T- Tatum left thumb sprained, and oh. anything with Tatum he, right now, if he's got any ailment, don't play him.
0: Well, it's a short season. It's You're cool. going to yep. see guys sit all year.
1: And so th- there's going to be an opportunity f- for a guy like Aaron Neesmith and Peyton Pritchard, and wow, they're going to be – if Tatum doesn't play and Javante's out right now, they are, wow, short at the wing tonight. Yep. He, well, you really are. Semi. Well, oh, you're gonna yeah, you're gonna see a boy, because yeah. uh, I'm trying to think what other direction they could go. I, I mean, you could see some Tremont Waters tonight. I hope not. You know, uh, they're gonna have to play somebody. Yeah. Uh, so uh, this is, but you know, tonight's an example of what we talked about in, a, I think, the first episode of
0: yeah.
1: Danny didn't build this team in a way that can defend against COVID, you know. And in the the short and compact season where guys are going to miss time, games, you don't have you don't have enough NBA ready players to contribute in situations like this. And uh, you know that's yeah, if Green and Tatum are out good. tonight.
0: I mean, yeah i just go small
1: and i'm on the side of because tatum's your everything you know you don't want that Mm -hmm. thumb to get worse Uh, any ailment with him i I am extraordinarily cautious i don't know what it is but if that's got pain in it i'm saying okay young man you're gonna set this one out yeah you know so i will it's interesting um
0: You've seen it around the entire NBA, though. I think Embiid's already sat out two games. Yep. I know Durant and Irving are out again tonight. Yeah, you're going to see um, that a bunch. Yep. Yeah, so I think I think you're going to see this across the league because what is it, a 72-game season? And then it's a really condensed schedule as well.
1: Uh, and, and Embiid, that has nothing to do with this season. That just has to do with that. He's been uh, uh, out of shape his whole entire career and, and has bad whales. I mean, that you, you, if this was a regular 82-game <laughs> season, he'd be missing games. Anyway, because that's who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why they should trade him for James Harden, in, in my, my opinion, because he shows no signs of getting better. But we're not here to talk about the Sixers. Um, so good win last night. Uh, Peyton really Pritchard is going to continue to get better just despite you. you. Um, hopefully we see Neesmith. Any other takeaways of what you want to see tonight before we wrap? Yeah, let's see the young guys play. Let's get
0: Neesmith out there. Let's see more Pritchard. Um, and see how they do in big spots, because if Tatum and Green are out, they're going to play a lot tonight.
1: Unfortunately. Big this is, game for Jeff T too. It's a banged-up uh, Memphis team. Uh, uh, Morant's out. I think someone else is out for them as well. They, they, they are, uh, they're crippled as well. So
0: Yeah, it's a good, it's a good game for Rob Williams, too, because Memphis has a good center. Um, Valanchunas, he's good offensively and defensively. But so. he can't
1: run with Rob.
0: He can't. No, no, he cannot run with Rob. Um, so yeah. Rob will get a lot of minutes tonight, which will be fun.
1: But let's do something fun. Let's assume let's do two real quick before we close. Two two different style of lineups. One with Jason Tatum in it tonight and one without him. What, what, what do you think on the spot what it would look like?
0: Well, with Tatum in the lineup, it's going to be smart. Tatum, Brown, um, Thompson's out, so it'll be um, Tice, and I'd go with Pritchard. And then if... Um, Tatum's out of the oh, lineup.
1: That's that gets fun right?
0: Yeah, it's going to be Smart, Pritchard, Brown, Tice, and I think I'd go with Grant Williams.
1: Now, I want Pritchard to start, but knowing Brad like the way I think I know him, he's going to go with the veteran. He's going to so go with Teague. Teague, in that first lineup. So everything the same, minus Pritchard and Teague. Uh, the second, I tend to agree with you, it's, it's going to be um, Grant, but I, uh, you know, I leave out the possibility that he's going to spite us and have semi out there.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised by the semi starting either. Right? I mean, semi's gonna have to play tonight. He, I mean, outside of the semi, they don't have any wings, so he's gonna, yeah. you know, he's gonna have to play. And Marcus plays have, well.
1: If there's no Tatum, Marcus, is gonna have to be a, a shooter tonight, and that could always be interesting.
0: Uh, hey. He could have one of those games where he hit, what did he hit? Like 13 threes last year in one game of that
1: crazy. I think a 10 against the Hawks. Yeah. 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 I Um, think they lost that game. They did. Yeah. Which probably tells you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, all, All right. Uh, well, I don't think we'll do another one after this game, but maybe at the end of the week we'll, we'll wrap the week. We'll, you know, with the Pistons and the Memphis and we'll go from there. Um, thinking they should take at least two out of three of these next three games. And we'll see where they're at. Hey, one other point just to
0: end with, um, as we talk about the East and conference and the competition out there, when we did our preseason rankings, neither one of us had Indiana in the top six and seeing Victor Oladipo last night, healthy. If that's going to continue, watch out. I don't know if they can win in the playoffs. Actually. Yeah, I do know they can't. They won't make it far in the playoffs, but I think as a regular season team, they're gonna be a lot of fun. They're physical, they play hard, they do a different and they things can score the basket.
1: Too. They're a better team than I gave them credit for. They um you know they But really, he could he, he's, he could get hurt. They do different things defensively. The Celtics were confused. Tatum was confused early on when they were they were trapping him that's right on the baseline, you know. Mm-hmm. And I thought some of them I thought some of them bonus should have been called for a foul, but also part of it was Tatum just wasn't ready for it, and he was in the second half and he started going middle and they couldn't stop him. But you and then the first time in the first game they went box and won against the Celtics. So you know this is a uh, Nick Nurse disciple. I'm forgetting the coach's name. Yeah, he, he's doing some interesting things. Um, it's probably whether, a fucking nerd. Yeah, whether it's <laughs> with a team that I think is pretty limited, um, but. You know, we'll see if this carries continues to carry forward. Rogdon went healthy; he looks great. Can he stay healthy? Yeah. You know, is is the question with him always? Yeah, and I think, and I think the last thinking. the last thing along with
0: too is that this offseason, I think we were were right in not wanting Miles Turner. You kept telling me, you know, three years, eighteen million dollars off of that guy, and. I Just had 98.5 the sports hub run right now, and they were talking about I would rather Miles Turner and Doug McDermott than Jeff Teague and Tristan Thompson. Yeah, maybe for this season, no. Um, but (laughs) what about the next three seasons? And even watching, even watching Miles Turner these last two games, he gets pushed around,
1: man. Do you know how much respect the Celtics have for Miles Turner? They put none. Pritchett on him. Yeah, they the have. Fourth pre- quarter, <laughs> the close game. That's how much they respect Miles Turner, and that's how much the league respects Miles. The guy is making eighteen million dollars a year 18. for the next three years, and, and McDermott's making nine. Yeah, he's off the books. You know, I was indifferent on McDermott. If he came, he came. But the, the deal centered around um, Miles Turner and uh, two years for nine million for Tristan Thompson. And then, at the same time, Kemba Walker is going off the books. And then you can build going forward. Exactly. You know, he likes to sit out at the three. He blocks some shots. He doesn't get out on the perimeter on guys at all. You know, we go nuts about uh, Rob Williams. not get, Turner doesn't do it either. No, he doesn't. He's making $18 million. And what is he going to get you? Nine points, nine I more, just don't understand why the falls. I
0: think it must be fantasy
1: stats. I, I think, like you. watched the last oh. two games. Did you leave that game thinking, "Wow, Miles Turner made an impact"? No. No. Have you ever watched a game and said, "Wow, Miles Turner made an impact"? And I have never watched a game where I think I
0: think his like first two years in the league, I was excited about him. He
1: thinking was this the guy to be
0: really good, but he was the only
1: guy up. above six nine on that uh, USA team that Tatum and Brown and Walker were on, and he never played in the crunch. <laughs> yeah, and this is Popovich as a coach. He never played him. Wow. He didn't want him. He didn't want him out. And they were losing, and he didn't go to him. So I, I think it. it, it yeah. yeah, 98.5 the Sports Hub, and, and all those idiots on Twitter that were screaming for Miles Turner. Uh, you, you know, you the, he would have been here 15 games, and they would have been losing their minds over him. Mm-hmm. So. All right, Mike. Let's, uh, Let's see how they do tonight. Sounds good. See ya. See ya.